0: Today, our text is Proverbs chapter 12, verses 25 and 26. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. I would think that everyone on the planet would agree that there is quite a lot of Anxiety in the world all the time, no doubt, but today in particular, our our minds are focused on the coronavirus. As I speak these words, the virus uh, has infected over 315,000 people. And, and so anxiety, yeah, it's there. And people are worried about things like getting sick and maybe for their loved ones getting sick. Uh And what will be the impact of their job and their paycheck and whether they have stocks. Do they have enough food, water, um, toilet paper, (laughs) things like that, disinfectant. We're all tempted to dwell on the, the possible outcomes of the coronavirus. But in truth, it's actually just another day in the life of a broken world. I mean, people all over the world live out their lives in different projections of suffering. I mean, many live in unsanitary areas, um, yeah, in the slums. Uh, if you if you want to, uh, you can you can Google the slums of India, and it's a heartbroken sight to see how people live out their lives every day. Uh, millions of people, likely, so many are diseased uh, with things from leprosy to cancer to the coronavirus and millions of things in between probably millions suffer with depression for example that's that's actually biological depression in nature and and likely billions suffer from depression related to the brokenness of relationships and 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 we all suffer in relation to to sin in our lives in many different respects but the point is that There is quite a lot of anxiety in a man's heart, and it weighs us down. But Solomon says, a good word makes him glad. And good word, um, to me, it just sends my thoughts to good news, right? But good news, it might actually make some people turn away, because they know that good news is talking about Jesus, and they've heard it all before. They think it's intrusive, and and they dismiss it as not being relative to them. Um, but, you know, if you don't know the Lord, I would make this suggestion to you. It's still a good thing to listen to the gospel again. Uh, you see, many of us had heard the gospel lots and lots of times before. And God opened up our eyes to actually see Jesus as beautiful at one point. He... He showed us that he is good news. He can actually be truly the answer to our anxieties in a broken world. He's the good word that makes a person glad. I think he's the one that our, our text points to. So, so one who is weighted down with anxiety in a broken world. Jesus is the good word for them. All right. Um, now I, I don't have any notes before me. And I just want to share with you the good news of Jesus Christ. The first man and woman uh, God created, Adam and Eve, and um, he put them in a garden, and he said, you can eat of any fruit, but don't eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Um, In the day you eat of it, Eve said that God had told her that they would die. And so Satan came, and in the form of a serpent, he he tempted Adam and Eve to eat of that one fruit that God said not to. And he said God was a liar. If they eat of the fruit, they would actually be like God. Well, Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. And uh, they lost fellowship with God. They died spiritually. You know, eventually, now they would die physically. But spiritually, died, spiritually they died that very day. And um, to understand that, I think it's helpful to think that uh, how that when a person does die physically, their spirit leaves their body. And when a person dies spiritually, God's spirit leaves their body. And that's what happened to Adam and Eve. And then all their descendants were born out of fellowship with God. God did not leave them without hope for them or their descendants. He promised, after they sinned, that one would come who would defeat Satan and crush the head of the serpent, in fact. Though that was quite obscure, they had the choice to believe God or continue to believe Satan. Now, this became somewhat more clear over and over as God made promises to about this coming Messiah who would right the wrongs of Adam and Eve and their descendants. Uh, He promised, made this promise uh, to the people that they might hope in this one who would come. And um, he promised to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. uh, He promised to King David, King Hezekiah, um, even evil King, King Ahaz. And he promised through many, many prophets. And it became more and more clear of where this prophet would be born and um, who he would be, his character, and what he would do. How he would die on the cross uh, to save us from our sins and even rise from the grave. And so people began to, to hope and to place their trust in this one. And in so doing, they would be accepted by God. Then finally, the Son of God came, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He became a man 100% God, 100% man, and he succeeded alone, where Adam and Eve and all his their descendants failed. And so he, you might think of it as though he alone had righteousness in his account. And what Jesus did was he willingly paid, was paid, The wages of our sin. The wages of sin is death. Romans 6.23 But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin is death. Jesus was paid the wages of our sin. And since he was righteous. He alone was able to impute his righteousness. To all who would hope and delight and believe in him. So, and he went further than that. He actually rose from the grave, and in doing so, he gives us power, since since sin had a power even unto death, he gives us power over sin in his resurrection um, in our daily life. We don't have to listen and, and fail to the temptations of Satan if we walk with Christ and delight in him. And so he gives us that power with his resurrection. But even more than that, he gives us uh, his own power. The same power that raised him from the grave will raise us who believe from the grave, incorruptible as he was incorruptible, never to die uh, or be overcome with the um, brokenness of sin uh, forever, Uh, never to have the anxieties that sin brings into our life forever and ever will be with him so so that's the gospel and Jesus just wants us to trust him to hope in him to rest in him to call on him to draw nigh to him to look to him in faith and, and to to turn away from the promises of sin towards his promises and do so for the rest of our life um to acknowledge him as the greatest treasure in the universe. The good news for our soul. The good word for our, the anxieties of our heart. Um, let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. And thank you for uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord. And in the second part of the text uh, that we didn't really get to, Lord, uh, it talks about how um, uh, a righteous person will uh, do good to, your, to his neighbor And so I think this incorporates our mission, Father, twofold. First to see your glory and then to share the good news of Jesus with our neighbor, Lord. Thank you for these two great truths and help us to abide in you and not trust or not to be overcome by the anxieties of the world and to share your glory with others. In Jesus' name, amen.